the Big 12 Preview and Picks Edition for December 20th and December 21st edition of the College Experience on the Sports Big Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off and start making your smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time tickets make the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and use that code CFBX for $20 off. Gametime.co, promo code CFBX. everybody to the big 12 college experience part of the sports gambling podcast network tuesday december the 19th we're almost there we're almost at christmas break last set of games before we break for a couple days and next thing you know we'll be talking big 12 gauntlet the best fucking league in america in the best sport in america college basketball but if you're wondering who you're listening to i am moneyline mac aka the former former video coordinator for bob huggins and frank martin and joining me on the Big 12 College Experience today, first up, all, all the way on the right on your screen, he was born in Provo, Utah. He's got family in Ames, Iowa. He's a walking contradiction because he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. And I'll, uh, I'll actually see you tomorrow, brother. He is rambling. Hell Rush, yeah. what's up, Rush? Yeah, we're going to the West Virginia Radford game tomorrow. Should be a good time. The Ryan and Rush show getting our uh, need to win. <laughs> press pass. Yeah, we need to win. I'm sure we'll get to that game in a bit. But I know everyone... I. Probably thought I disappeared. I was traveling the other day. Uh, I wasn't trying to hide from that BYU-Utah pick, but hey, it, it, it happens. BYU basketball is still looking good, so uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Oh, it definitely happens. I ate shit. I went fucking three and nine last night. Don't feel too bad. Don't worry. The haters, the fucking bitches had a good night. They they got they 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 got the best of me last night, but I'm coming back uh, early and often. I, I won Hampton. Uh, I did not win Valpo. Valpo completely shit the bed the last 10 minutes. Uh, but third man in the box, you guys know him, uh, as the green growing, weed growing, Troy tuning, AKA the big 12 guru. I completely just botched that, but it don't yeah, matter. It Troy, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on guys? Uh, Radford, West Virginia sounds like a fucking party. I mean, that's a that's a combination of fan bases that know how to get after it. If I've ever heard of it, I mean, yeah, wow, you you guys might be blasted. I mean, seriously blasted. Those guys can keep up too. Like they won't. I mean, they'll make a fool out of themselves in West Virginia, but they could make it. You know, to at least the last four or five minutes before it starts to to be fully exposed. Yeah, hey, uh, we'll talk about the matchup here because Radford is Radford's a good team. I was um, talking about their alcohol consumption, not the basketball team itself. Oh, uh, well, both. Both are good. Radford's <laughs> good at drinking and their basketball team's good. But uh, let's recap the weekend real quick before we dive into the slate. Um, started off uh, Saturday. Five, baby. The, the Big 12, I didn't even tally up what I went. The Big 12 kind of had an okay day. Uh, Kansas was able to come back, beat Indiana 75-71. Sparty got absolutely or sorry, the Baylor Sparty Bears did. got absolutely housed by the Baylor Bears. Um, 
Sorry, the Baylor Bears got absolutely housed by Sparty. I can't fucking. Talk they did about beat now. themselves. That is right. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did. They were down. They yeah. I can't talk because they were down thirty at fucking halftime. Uh, that was fucking embarrassing. Houston almost gave it away against Texas A and M. Oklahoma rolled Green Bay. BYU beat the shit out of Georgia State. Uh, Texas actually looked pretty good against LSU with Dylan Dasubek. Our Mountaineers uh, did not have Raekwon Battle, lose Jesse Edwards for a month now. They fall to Frank Martin and UMass. Dayton was able to go to Cincinnati, get it done. Texas Tech beat the shit out of Vandy, and TCU was able to pull away from Arizona State. Uh, Troy, I'll let you lead it off because we did the show together. Initial thoughts, um, shocking so, uh, results, or which, I mean, what was your takeaway from Saturday? I was getting the extra TV all set up on our back porch because I was smoking ribs for our Christmas party on Saturday night and I get everything all set up and I know I'm a little bit behind. And by the time I get the Baylor game on, it's 28 to nine. So I just pulled the, uh, the audible and didn't even watch the rest of the game after that. Uh, pretty much over. Uh, Sheila said that they didn't really look like they were that motivated playing in the game. And and I know you mentioned that it was almost a scheduled loss for them here in between this Duke, this hyped MSG Duke game and whatnot. Yeah. I was still expecting them to put up a little fight and man, that was, it was almost embarrassing. If, if, if they didn't act so nonchalant about it, it almost would have been more embarrassing. Like it's kind of cool that they played it like it didn't matter to them, but that doesn't that's not this is not no longer a good spot for duke i don't see coming up and then um yeah BYU and oklahoma are way better than people gave them credit for even just two or three weeks ago those two teams are are they're rolling insanely efficient too rush i I know you got some eyes on some games this weekend takeaways from the big 12 as a whole uh i mean overall who the only ones that lost were baylor I guess West Virginia and Cincinnati dropped games as well, but the other ones were able to hold the fort. And uh, yeah, I mean, dude, it's a uh, big 12 by far the best league once again. Oh yeah. There, there's no question about it. The big 12 will be fine in the grand scheme of things. I'm sure we'll get in terms of rankings um, jobbed a little bit when we all beat each other, when it comes to big 12 times, like we do uh, football wise. Uh, one observation I have to make is Kansas state's in trouble. Like, Obviously, West Virginia is in trouble, but we're dealing with completely other things that aren't in our control and just were dealt a bad situation that they try to finally figure out and then something else happens. There is something in the water in Manhattan that is not good. And obviously, we're trying to figure out more and things kind of get out one way or another, but there's there's some serious problems in Manhattan. Great call, Rush, because I just read, read off the Saturday games. I yeah. forgot to even read off Sunday's games. Uh, quietly, Oklahoma State's actually played a little bit better recently. They beat Oral Roberts. Iowa State houses FAMU. They house everybody. That's terrible in Ames. But Rush mentioned it. Uh, K-State led at the half and completely got their ass beat by – Nebraska's okay, but you should not be losing by 20 to Nebraska on your home floor. No. Not even in football. Like either sport to Nebraska. Yeah. I know they're trying to figure out their stuff, but their tang might be done. Yeah, there, I was there, there's say something not right. Got there. the feeling of Jerome Tang's not going to make it through this, year, and it might not even be like him getting fired. He might just step away himself. He might have to. Well, so, something something happened with that Tomlin situation. Yeah, that's that yeah. that was that's the big red flag. Is somebody's hiding something? Something doesn't add up. It's kind of like. Uh, 
it's kind of like what's it called? Uh, Jalen Daniels in Kansas. Something's not adding up, and I know technically Daniels is coming back, but not everything is roses and peaches over there, Manhattan, like it was in year number one. Uh, I did get a kick out of Fred Hoiberg in Nebraska mocking the Tang dance. I know K-State fans were fucking pissed about that, but Jerome Tang did dance on the middle of the floor last year when they beat Nebraska. So it was coming back to you, man. Like when you when you dance all the time and show emotion when you win – in, in the other team's face, when you get your ass beat, it's coming back your way. People, people put that shit in the back of their mind. So, uh, I don't know. Let's let's do some tiers here, um, real quick. In the bottom tier, before we we'll work our way up to the top, and we'll do a group tier here. Uh, bottom tier, I think we all still agree it's probably going to be UCF, Oklahoma State. You still have to put West Virginia in there. I, I know <laughs> they have not had their team, but they still aren't going to have their team. So. There's just no, what you're it running, is at this yeah, point. you're running out of excuses. Um, and I think you've got to put Kansas State now in that bottom tier. I I don't I don't see them up there with the other teams. In comparison to the rest of the league, I think I think that's a pretty good argument to keep them down there. I mean, I know they're eight and three and they're not, you know, a super poor basketball team, but in comparison to this league, it looks like they might get they might get some uh come up and this year against some of the higher teams. Maybe it's just because they're trending in the complete wrong direction too. Like I thought they were okay to start the year, but they have not gotten better at all over the last couple Mm-mm. weeks. Um, kind of worse. Able, yeah. I, know I mean, they were able to beat LSU, but they, I mean, they went to overtime with Oral Roberts in North Alabama before this. Well, and it's one thing too losing to, to Miami and USC, you know, early in the season, you're figuring things out. So be it. You know, the acceptable losses, they happen, right? You you just, like you said, Brian, you were up at halftime and yeah. then just lost to Nebraska. It, you can't. And then you brought up the other overtime games they went to. There, the whole time, something happened, obviously. And it's it's not looking good right now for Kansas State. I, I think you're right, Troy. Don't be surprised if Tang just walks away sometime in the middle of Big 12 play in January or February, especially if things don't get any better. Agreed. Uh, our next tier. So let me. I think we probably. I think we got a nice clump here. I think we got Texas Tech. They're eight and two, but they really haven't beaten the best of the best yet. They're they're solid. They're they put themselves. They haven't hurt themselves to get in that large bid. And I think Cincinnati's done the same. They've done a good job of not hurting themselves. I know they lost to Dayton, but Dayton's a good team. Uh, TCU, I guess by default because their schedule has been dog shit. Uh, beat Georgetown at the buzzer. Um, Should have lost to Clemson. Or, yeah, did lose to Clemson. Uh, I think you throw Texas in there. I don't trust this Texas team right now. And do we want to throw Iowa State in there? Iowa State is just, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. They yeah. haven't hurt themselves. But yeah, I agree with Iowa like State. If you, play, if you play them in Ames, you're in for a dog. If you play them anywhere else and you're any kind of efficient, you should be able to put them away. You never know when that Iowa State offense is just going to disappear. And by I mean disappear, I don't mean for a game. I mean like consecutive games and yeah. people asking, where did it go? So I I little controversial pick here too, Ryan. I'm I know Oklahoma's outperforming what, what we've seen this year, but I I think their game, and I know we'll talk about it against UNC is going to be determined which tier they're in. If they win that game tier one, if they lose that game tier two. 
It's fair. Um, I, I actually was going to propose splitting the top tier because I think we got two one teams A, one are, B. Yeah, I think we do have a one A and one B. Okay, but I would, I would, I would we consider so the first tier is the team that four teams that are outside the NCAA tournament clearly right now that have a lot of work to do come Big Twelve play. The next tier that we just talked about: Texas Tech, Cincinnati, TCU, Texas, and Iowa State. I would say is in the field as of right now. But they're they can't have a bad Big Twelve play. They probably are going to get in with a five hundred record in Big Twelve play. Was that fair, Rush? Yeah, I think that's fair for right now. Obviously, a lot that still needs to unfold. I don't uh, think there's really a problem with having five teams in the top tier in the Big Twelve. That's kind of normal. Well, I just think there's two teams that are basically one seeds versus the other ones that I think are going to be three, four, like five, two or seeds. three. I mean, Houston's uh, about to have a loss coming up here with how how they've been playing. Yeah, but I mean, they're still number one in the country. Oh, yeah. Ken Palm. Ten, I mean, they their resume is pretty damn good, and, and so is Kansas. So that's why I was saying Houston and Kansas. I think they're in the top tier. Kansas's one loss was to Marquette in uh, in Honolulu. Other than that, they beat Tennessee, they beat Kentucky, they beat UConn, they beat Missouri, they beat Indiana on the road. So, I mean, their resume is pretty good. Where do we put Baylor? Do we put Baylor with BYU and Oklahoma, or do we put Baylor with Kansas and Houston, or is it pending tomorrow? I mean, if they win the game tomorrow, they're obviously putting their name back in the hat for the top seed. But after having such a stinker against Michigan State on a neutral site that Winning, winning at MSG against Duke would be good, but it doesn't completely erase the fact that they've shown us that they can they can completely not execute. Like Kansas didn't lose to Marquette by 24 points or something like that, where they just looked completely out of sync or something along those lines. And I don't think you're going to see that from Houston or anything like that. No, that's just not. I mean, that's just not a loss that you would a typical one seed would have in a season. So I think just just because of how you were kind of splitting it up with the other two being pretty much, I mean, they're going to be one seeds at the end of the year between Kansas and Houston, barring some crazy injury to any one of their important players. But even then, they could still be one seeds. I um, I actually think out of Oklahoma, BYU, Baylor group, just, just this early in the season, Oklahoma's got the best shot here of – solidifying themselves as one of the the higher the higher tiered part of the top tier so i think in terms of the baylor situation is the the benefit of being in the big 12 right is you have the opportunity to make games like that up yeah did they get killed no they yeah they did it didn't look too great but you know we we all see it a game like that could propel them into crushing duke and maybe getting things right that they didn't think were right it's not like Gonzaga losing to Michigan State and then they don't have really a chance to make it up in the the West Coast Conference and and you know that and that will be held against them so yes I I I agree with what you're saying Troy and Ryan with Baylor you know you don't necessarily see losses like that from a one seed in the tournament but it's a lot more redeemable in the Big 12 than it would be like if you're a Gonzaga my biggest issue with Baylor is Kind of what happened last year is defensively, they're not the same as they were during those championship years with Mark Vidal, uh, Davion Mitchell, and those guys. Those guys guarded. They they went more small uh, in the last couple of years with Jalen Bridges at the four. Like J- Jalen Bridges is a good player, but he's not Mark Vidal in terms of defensively 
um, being able to guard multiple positions. He more, he's more of a finesse guy, a skilled guy. So I think that's kind of been the biggest thing with Baylor over the last couple of years is going more to skill. Uh, their guards are still fucking really good. I mean, they could score with anybody, but mm-hmm. you look at them last year, they were outside the top 100 defensively. This year, they're ranked like 75th. That's not good enough for what needs to be had at Baylor to advance multiple games in March. While you look at Kansas on the defensive end, they're fifth. Houston's one. Obviously, they're always going to be one. Uh, and believe it or not, BYU is actually seven and, and Oklahoma's eight. So um, just so, some some things to note. Uh, everybody in the Big 12 – Outside of Baylor, Baylor's actually the second worst team, uh, according to Ken Palm defensively, which is a good way of uh, measuring it with adjusted numbers. Uh, West Virginia is the worst, shockingly. Um, <laughs> when you think of West Virginia, you think of defense, but not this year, and kind of speaks to the struggles. But uh, yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing with Baylor. So, well, you know, they they want to bomb up shots. Like Scott yeah. Drew wants to bomb up long range shots, but if you're not playing any kind of defense and getting extra possessions and for some reason, one game, you're not as efficient as normal. You could have a blow up like what we just saw where everything goes wrong altogether. I was actually expecting Jaden Nunn to be a better, better defensive guard than what he's shown so far. And I think that kind of like, you're going to get enough defensive, like uh, hands in the passing lanes from dudes like Ray J Dennis, but I was expecting Jaden Nunn to be almost uh, kind of a lockdown on ball guy and haven't really seen too much of it. Definitely not seeing the rotations at the speed that you were when they won the national title or the COVID year when the whole tournament got ruined. But uh, yeah, that, yeah, the, the whole like making the other team make the extra pass right now against Baylor, you're getting an open look instead of somebody closing out on the guy faster than normal, which is, kind of what they rest their head on and without that they're just a team that runs to wants to run the weave and bomb up threes they're like a house basketball team yeah well i mean we're gonna see it tomorrow night they get they got they got a chance to redeem themselves but uh let's pick some games but before we do so let's talk about underdog fantasy because you can play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long nfl nba nhl college basketball college football simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Troy, you got a uh, underdog play that you're looking at maybe to get down on tonight? Stay tuned. Tomorrow, everybody, I'm sure the uh, underdog lines will drop here in a couple hours for Duke, Baylor, and Carolina, Oklahoma. We've got a uh, we've got a pretty simple one tonight. It's just just points. We're going higher in this uh, the Marquette-Providence um, game. We're going to take Tyler Kolick over 16.5. That should be pretty easy. Bryce Hopkins from Providence over eight or uh, higher than 18 points. And then um, for the third kicker, we're going to throw Jameel Telford in there. Uh, Butler's playing Georgetown um, higher than 17 and a half points for Telford. Those three get you six to one and um, Georgetown's not that great. So they, they should be giving up some points. Yeah, no, I, I like that too. Let's take the higher on both. Uh, Kolick and Kolick Hopkins. and Hopkins. They, they played last year, hell of a game. And when you mm-hmm. use the sign-up code, promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right. Back on the Big 12 College Experience. Let's go over to... Actually, do you guys have a play tonight? Uh, Merrimack's going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's laying 18 and a half. 
Cincinnati's off the off the loss of Dayton. I took the the points with Merrimack, but I don't have a big field. Do you, I don't know, Troy? Do you have a feel in this game? I mean, I would lay it just just after getting beat by mm-hmm. an in-state team against Dayton. I would lay it here as a as a get right get back game. I'm a Troy. I agree. I'll, I'll lay right. the points as well. So you guys are both laying the points here. That game tips here in two and a half hours. Uh, we got day basketball in the Big Twelve, baby. Wofford's going to Oklahoma State. This line just got released. This is why we do this, so we can hit the opening numbers. Oklahoma State is laying 13 and a half. Um, All of a sudden, you know, they've actually kind of looked better over the last couple games of Cowboys. Maybe it it is against inferior competition, but they drilled Tulsa. They drilled Oral Roberts. I know those aren't the best opponents, but 20-point wins are 20-point wins. Um I kind of like Oklahoma State to keep the momentum going here. I will. Uh, I'm going to lay it. I don't. I think Wofford's a big name that everybody is going to navigate to, just based off of their track history. But Wofford's not the same Wofford. Give me the Cowboys uh, to lay the number here, Troy. Yeah, I would. Any other time that you would see Wofford going to Stillwater here in the middle of the day, you would think that they were a bit of a threat. And even at 13 and a half, I think. I think it is kind of a a sharp pick here this could be a 15 point game or so but oklahoma state has been able to score the ball a little bit better playing at home in the middle of the day they kind of get to dictate you know their their whole schedule and all that so i'll go ahead and lay the points here with oklahoma state um i don't think wofford is the wofford that you would immediately relate to the program name like you were saying this isn't the same terriers that that you know, could cause some issues in the first round of the NCAA tournament or something like that. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm going to lay the points for Oklahoma state. I think we're seeing the cycle of Oklahoma state, right? Slow start. Then you kind of start getting it figured out at the end of the non-con. And then you come alive a little bit in the big 12. And then the, they're the, either the first four or next four out in March madness. And then they're like, Oh, we're playing our best basketball. Why are we out? Well, because you lose your bye games. That's why you're out, Oklahoma State. So, but hey, we're we're in that part of the cycle where where they're heating up. I'll I'll lay the points too. Let's do it. Uh, so we're all on the Cowboys tomorrow night in Morgantown, West Virginia. We got a former Mountaineer great point guard, Darius Nichols, going to Morgantown. Uh, Mountaineers are laying six and a half against Radford here. I am. Uh, played a couple years ago we were able to beat them down but radford's a different team this is year three of the darris nichols era uh jesse edwards out i think raekwon battle will be out i'm gonna lay it with the mountaineers i actually feel pretty good about this one i know they ate shit for everybody on saturday but it's kind of feels like drexel from a couple weeks ago where everybody will be tempted to take the dog and i think it's a good get right spot back at home for the mountaineers i'll lay it with the mountaineers uh i think they win by 10 i think they blow it open late troy yeah, I think if they weren't if they weren't coming off a loss, I would take the points with Radford. But just as a as a home get right after a loss, I think West Virginia might get this one done in that that eight to ten point range. I have serious concerns about this game. Obviously, Darius Nichols, old uh, old Bob Huggins coaching tree, uh, Jesse Edwards being out for the next four weeks with his broken wrist. Um, Ryan, you said Raekwon's going to be out tomorrow too. Is he still sick? No, he's back. Oh, he is back. Fine. Okay, yeah. so we got the Raekwon opener. So we'll see what kind of difference he makes. Um, I'll tell you this, is if I think this line will get bet down. So if you want to go for Radford, I would take this right now. Uh, but I think West Virginia wins by six. I think the hook 
is what gets him. I'm going to take Radford with the points. Hope I'm wrong. Hope it's a nice, comfortable game tomorrow, Ryan, with our uh, press row passes, and we can just enjoy it and, and watch a good yeah. Mountaineer win. But uh, we're, we're every time I hope out. for that, <laughs> we are. Uh, but every time that happens, uh, it doesn't happen. So, hey, it would hopefully uh, a cook can step up, and and we'll we'll, we'll see. So. <laughs> They're going to play small. They're definitely going to play faster with the with the new lineup. So we'll we'll see we'll see how both these teams adjust from a tempo standpoint. All right, let's get to the uh, spotlight games. Let's go over to Madison Square Garden, where mm. the Duke Blue Devils are laying one against the Baylor Bears. Everybody's going to bet Duke tomorrow. I bet you. Uh, everybody's got that image in their mind of Baylor getting absolutely embarrassed in Detroit. This is not the same Duke team, man. This is not – I'll say it right. Duke's overrated. Duke Duke is oh, yeah. not done anything. Their best win is Sparty. I know Baylor just got housed by them. But I outside of when they step away from Cameron, they have not been a good basketball team for the most part. If if they played Sparty tomorrow, I would, I, I would take Sparty over them all day. Uh, I'm all over Baylor and a bounce back. I think Baylor embarrassed. Scott Drew will get his message across. This is lock. This is lock worthy. I'm all over the Baylor Bears who uh, get it done against the Dukies tomorrow at at MSG. Yeah, Scott Drew in a uh, in a return from a big crushing loss in a in a pretty big game is already going to be a pretty good. Uh, uh, I mean, one of the better coaches in the league. And I don't really believe in John Shire as as uh, the Duke coach. I think this. This would kind of be like if Baylor was playing Michigan State and they didn't have Izzo. And I think that game would have gone much differently, obviously. And because of that, give me the at least give me the point. I mean, there's no I don't really see Baylor laying two stickers in a row. This is it's gonna at least be like a one possession game coming down to the end at, at worse. But I wouldn't be surprised to see Baylor win this one by, I don't know, seven. Yeah. This, this is this is the easiest pick. Lock it up with me too. Baylor plus one. They're not gonna they're not gonna lose two in a row. Baylor's winning this game. Now, like we talked about, if if Baylor beat Michigan State, then we're having a different conversation. But hey, that's that's reality. Baylor's winning in the garden. Well, and and remember this exact scenario last year, guys, when uh Baylor got housed by Marquette. They they lost by 30. Mm-hmm. Then they had to play Gonzaga on a neutral floor. Three days later, it was Gonzaga at the Pentagon. They grinded that thing out. They're gonna do this. It's, good. it's exact same scenario. Baylor's a proud program. They, I, I think Duke is favored because their name's Duke. I think you get it now because I think Baylor will go off as a favorite by a tip off. All right, let's go over to the next game, and this game is in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Jordan Jumpman Classic. North Carolina taking on the Oklahoma Sooners right now. North Carolina is laying two against the Sooners. Man, this is a real good spot uh, for Oklahoma to really prove if they are for real. Um, Carolina's coming off a loss, so that's the only thing. They lost to Kentucky. Or they're coming off back-to-back losses. Connecticut, Kentucky, third straight neutral site game. Game's in Charlotte. I got to take Carolina, man. Like. But I mean, if Oklahoma wins this game, they, they should be in the top five. I mean, this is a this is a road game that they're playing tomorrow. Uh, I think Carolina is going to get it done by five to seven. Yeah, this um this is one of those games where everything points in Carolina's favor. So therefore, you got to zag. Give me the, give me the points with Oklahoma. Um, 
I don't know. I'm just kind of banking on the fact that the the Big 12 is going to have four or five really, really good teams. And I think Oklahoma is one of those. And and for no other reason than the value is in the uh, the the opposite of the percentages coming in. I mean, you know, the public's going to be all over North Carolina and it might be, you know, it could even be a smash spot coming off of two straight losses. But give me the value in Oklahoma. I am taking UNC, and I think UNC is going to win by at least 10 points. Obviously, they've, what Ryan was saying, lost two in a row. Um, They're going to come out firing. I think this is going to be the come-to-Jesus meeting for Oklahoma, similar to Baylor last game. Um, You could lock it up for me, too. I think UNC minus two. Easy play. Yeah. All right. We'll do do our official lock dog or lock and dogs. Don't tease college basketball, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Stupidest sport to tease, man, which how fucking much crazy variance there is. Uh, real quick, before we get over there, we got to talk about game time. Game time's back better than ever. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Fastest, easiest way to buy sports comedy in a theater near you with last-minute tickets guaranteed. Easy way to find buy tickets in your area. Images of seats, lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation, job protection, uh, game time has everything you need covered. They will, they will, uh, they will send you the seats where you're sitting. So you don't have that obstructed view, baby. So tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you know exactly where you're going. Rush. You love game time. Don't you love game time? Use it to see Troy a couple times at Nats park or, or uh, capital one for some hockey games. Always have a great experience. Love that they show the tickets where you're going to be sitting beforehand and your view of it. Um, I've been on game time since its inception. I, I don't even know how I came across it. I did. And, uh, seven, eight years later, I'm still using it. So excellent, excellent ticket site. Ticket app. Yeah, it's the best. And get over there. It makes a perfect holiday gift. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Code CFBX, $20 off first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX, $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets. The sports betting analytics platform for parlays, prop, game lines, Research all NFL, NBA, and soccer bets with historical data. Enter those parlays into the revolutionary parlay tool so you get each and every leg broken down to see which ones are hot and which ones are not. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets or or visit hofbets.com, code SGPN, to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty, we're back on the Big 12 College Experience. Shout out to the chat. Uh, I see a couple people talking about tonight's game, Western Carolina, Vanderbilt, uh, Chad G. I am a little worried, too. Uh, it kind of feels like Western Carolina will potentially be a public dog, but I'll, I'll still also go with it. I gave it out last night, but uh, it's definitely not one of my bigger plays tonight, but I'm going to ride with it. I gave it out last night. I'll, I'll stick with you guys. Um yeah, shout out to the chat, Chad G, Case in Hightower as well. Uh, damn suits, yeah, they fucking suck. Nathan, <laughs> Serna, always, always in the chat. Good, good dudes. Appreciate you guys hopping on. Uh, even had a little dust up in the chat. Had to, had to fucking cancel somebody. Get him out of here. He's, he's always heckling Noah. That, that fucking one guy. Everybody knows who he, I'm talking about. <laughs> he, he clearly wasn't watching our uh, back week three of football when we had that nice 33 to one parlay, but you know yeah. how it is, Ryan, they pick and choose which bets to hold you accountable for. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, get, get, get killed for Valpo. They won't talk about Hampton. Go check my record. And uh, if you want to fade me when you're bankrupt, don't be crying to me. So, all right, let's move along to uh, Thursday, December the 21st. UT Arlington's going to Lubbock. Um, looking ahead, we'll do a we'll do a cumulative here with Texas Tech and um, UT Arlington. I think this line is probably with Bartorvik and Kempom projecting the lines. I'm going to say this thing is going to be around, we'll say 12 and a half, 12 and a half, 13, Texas Tech. Texas Tech's coming off a big win. I'll take the points with little brother here. I'll say Texas Tech wins by 10. You guys? I mean, I'm going to lay it. It's in Lubbock. It is an afternoon game, by the way. I forgot to mention that. It's like a two o'clock game or something. Yeah, I think it's two. Yeah, I'm 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 doing the same thing, Ryan. Something told me too as well. Ten. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points with UT Arlington. I like it. Uh, all right. So a little bit of different opinions there. Stay tuned to see what that line is. I mean, I'll project it at twelve and a half, thirteen around that. So, uh, let's go out to Hawaii. It's hard to get to Hawaii because the TCU Horn Frogs are taking on. Old Dominion, so finally TCU going away from Fort Worth here. Um, last couple times they have played out of Fort Worth, they've struggled. I'll say TCU is going to be laying 14 here. Give me the points. I don't, I don't know. I like TCU, I, I'm having the trouble. I'm having trouble gauging this TCU team. They were losing to Arizona State in the second half, then completely blew the doors off them. I don't know. Where uh, where are you going here, Troy? I mean, Jamie Dixon's a better coach. The fact that it's in Hawaii is, I mean, it's just going to be like an AAU tournament game. Um, I think TCU has a uh, pretty good, like it, it's hard to judge this team if they were playing a team that was better competition. But because it's Old Dominion, not, not, not any hate towards Old Dominion, just like I wouldn't know how to handicap TCU playing North Carolina. Um, just because we haven't seen them play like a, a, a top team or anything like that. I'm going to go ahead and lay the points with TCU, though. Um, I trust Jamie. Uh, he'll have his his shirt a little unbuttoned out there in, in Honolulu. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ODU as well. Uh, watch out for a little upset alert on this one. Um, I think with you know holidays around the corner, that, that has a factor, you know, all the way out in Hawaii. Just sometimes these teams, as you know, Ryan, you just the goal, just get a win out of this. Don't expose the whole playbook. Don't lose your mind. But I, for some reason, I think ODU is going to hang around in this game. So I'm definitely taking the points with ODU. I like it. I like it. Let's take ODU. Uh, next up, we got this one's awful. Van Hughes <laughs> going to UCF. UCF is laying, we'll say 20. We'll say 20. Uh, Lay it. Fan music yeah. got awful. Lay it. I'm laying it. Lay yeah, it. The, the dirty, dirty NBA stadium in, in Orlando. <laughs> uh, yeah, lay the points here. Um, congrats to Florida A&M, though. Didn't they win their uh, the HBCU The Celebration Bowl? Bowl. Yeah. yeah. They beat yeah. Howard, actually. Rashard Mendenhall didn't like that that was black on black, but, you know. Rashard <laughs> sure, Mendenhall's a fucking clown. Uh, let's go Let's go over to a next one here. <laughs> Texas State has played Houston. We'll say Houston's laying 23 and a half. Texas State sucks. Uh, 
Yeah, Houston, Houston, Houston is it. coming off the big win, but I, I mean, Houston fucks, fucks these teams up at home. Lay I'll it. lay it. Let's go. Yeah, keep it moving. Uh, keep it uh, moving. <laughs> this might, this might be another system here. EIU is going to Ames, Iowa. Don't even have to say anymore. Iowa State fucking drills these teams at home for a team that doesn't score. They've been housing these teams. We'll say Iowa State cumulative spreads laying twenty seven and a half. I'll probably still lay it. Like. Yeah, I would I would not be afraid to lay 27 and a half against Eastern Illinois in Ames. If this game was a block away, not in the same uh, arena, but, you know, still like on campus at the rec center or something like that. No chance. But just because they're playing in their on their own home floor, this is a smash spot. I agree. I agree. Uh, let's go over to game Hopefully of the night yeah. yeah game of the night on thursday night wichita k-state in kansas city missouri uh cumulative k-state minus four i don't know it is a buy low spot for k-state but at the same time wichita wichita's lost two out of three as well i kind of I don't know, man. I, I kind of like case. This is a battle of uh, of Baylor assistants, by the way. Mm-hmm. Tang versus Paul Mills. Give me Paul Mills. Give me Wichita. I, I think I'm going to take – I think this, this is the dog that I would look to back here on the card. Yeah, I don't um, – I don't really have a ton of faith in Kansas State, especially having to lay points with them, but I'm still going to do it because I don't think Wichita State rebounds the ball that well. And the one thing that Kansas State has been able to do, even struggling between Kaluma and uh, what's the guy in Gasan or whatever, they both rebound the ball pretty well. So maybe a few extra possessions gets them to that that five or seven point range instead of just winning this by two. Bark, bark. Dogs coming out for this game. This is is easy. Wichita State's winning this game. They might not even be a dog whenever the game goes off. Well, that's another good point, too, is this might be a pick them. I probably a, should be. This yeah. is a uh, this is a Wednesday afternoon. If the line comes out as K State minus four, you take those points with Wichita State probably and watch oh, yeah. it go down, and then maybe go for the double bet. I I, I think I agree. Um, is it's just can't I'm I can't trust Kansas State right now, man. They've they've burned me a couple times, and, and Wichita too. I mean. It's not going to be a complete home game for K State, so I mean this is going to be a true neutral site. So I'll take uh, take Wichita. We'll all take Wichita here, and uh, and the points. So we'll see what the line comes I'm, out. I'm laying. I'm laying it with K State. You are? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I've been five and five, and the week before was like four and four. So uh, whatever I think, I'm just going to do the opposite. This is a. Uh... And you'll still go five hundred. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't shock me if K State got right, but I just, I don't know. I don't like what I'm seeing right there. Right. This now. is a Costan- This is a Costanza week for me. Yeah, I made Benedict by the end, but I mean, I definitely think if you're looking for a money line dog, Wichita is definitely a, a contender. So, all right, uh, that'll do it. And then Friday night, we'll uh, we'll touch on those games later in the week. Uh, we, we got a couple good ones on Friday night and then we have one on Saturday and then we're off in the big 12 until I think Thursday, December 28th is the next time we have a game. So it's coming fast and furious guys before we get to uh Saturday, um, January the 6th when, uh, big, when big 12 play starts. Oh yeah. 
can't wait. Can't wait. That. Jack That's Del Rio's favorite holiday. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a dust up in the Big Twelve, baby. I dust mean, this up in the Big league. Twelve. You know what's gonna happen? West Virginia is gonna go to Houston. Beat Houston, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be the ultimate like welcome to the Big Twelve like the worst team quote beats the number one team in the country and uh, it's an ultimate welcome to the Big Twelve Houston. So Josh Eilert dust up man. Yeah, let's, let's go. go dust up in Houston. Uh, all right, guys. Well, before we get up on out of here, Troy, tell everybody where to find you. And what you got going on, man? Did you want to do Lock Dog? Oh shit! Yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, I'll lead off Lock Baylor Bears. Sick them tomorrow night. I'm I think I'm 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 the most confident in locking UCF just thumping Florida AM. Yeah, it's not a bad yeah, it's probably fair. <laughs> just play it play it safe. The Costanza yeah. week. I'm going to lock UNC minus two. And mm, let's have some fun. ODU. ODU. That'll be a big yep. one. I like that. Yeah, um, let's have some fun. Christmas fun. Sunday fun day, Christmas fun. Uh, Troy, where are you going for your dog? Let me see which one I want. So uh, I'm given. I gave out a boring lock because for the dogs, we're going bark bark double dog parlay tomorrow night. Baylor in Oklahoma. Okay. I'll wear both. I'll, like I'll wear both shirts. I'll wear my Oklahoma shirt. I mean, it's Christmas. It's actually the perfect time. Yeah, yeah. green and red combo. Yeah. You know, if you're ever, this is a fun tip for everybody listening. If you're ever at a Mexican restaurant and you want both the red sauce and the green sauce and you order it uh, Christmas style, they'll bring it out there like with half green and half red on there for you. Christmas style. Yeah. Feliz Navidad style. Feliz Navidad style. I don't really, I didn't, I kind of laid the chalk. I kind of went with the big 12 teams. I guess I'll go Wichita Thursday night. Dog, Radford. Oh, I thought you were going to do Radford. No. Not happening. Nah. Not happening. We we can't lose to Bradford. We've lost everybody else. So we need to get this one. Get back to five and six. So I'll uh I'll go I'll go with uh I'll go with Wichita in the battle of the Baylor assistants here. Um I think that's a ball game. Uh, I uh I also want to say if for some reason Wichita State goes off as a favorite by the time it tips, just throw K State as a third dog for me too. Three dogs. Okay. I was tempted to go with Arlington, but I think Texas Tech will get it done. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, got any got any bets tonight, Troy? You like anybody in college hoops tonight? Uh, I do think Cincinnati will cover that pretty easily coming off of a loss. Um, and I do think Marquette beats Providence. I By more I, than five? <laughs> I, I, I do think it will be by more than five, too. I think you see Tyler Kolick have a – I mean – there's a chance he could win player of the year and he's been hot. He's looking good. Uh, he would be against Rashad Mendenhall's team for the white boys, white boys, unite Tyler Kolick oh, forever. Yeah. <laughs> Lock battle. I'm on Providence fan. I, yeah? I trust the, I trust the dunk, man. I, you know me, I love to fade the top 10 road to our top 10 teams going on the road. It's it. That shit's it. That shit hits it like a 70% man. They can't like hit the not- shaka at the dunk. He lost last year. It was a triple overtime thriller. I'm hoping for a similar game here tonight. I'll go a uh, different sport. Give me uh, Marshall, the other West Virginia team in football. The, the, the solo bowl game tonight. Oh, yeah. I will not watch. <laughs> I'm so sick of these bowl <laughs> games. Give, all give it, all day day. There you go. All right. Uh, Ooh, you can- uh, 
And coming off a back-to-back, Wild playing the Bruins. I would go with the Bruins on the puck line, but Jewel Erickson Eck to score for the Wild. Go ahead and parlay those. There you go. Uh, Rush, you and I got Ryan and Rush here in an hour. Make sure you're subscribed over there. We're talking West Virginia basketball preview versus Radford, that game that we're talking about. And Um, football, dominating the transfer portal. portal. watch, Watch out, Mountaineers. Get your Big 12 championship bets in now. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Garrett Green. Uh, you guys can find me at Moneyline underscore Mac Troy at Troy Tuning Rush at Rambling Rush. It's right there on Twitter or sorry, on YouTube uh, slash the college experience and Twitter. And I was stumbling all over Congrats. my words today. I've been doing too many shows on this goddamn network. So this guy's not even there. drunk yet. No, I'm only on my second beer. So I'm pacing myself right now. That's why I'm stumbling too sober to be water. So uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys here in a couple hours on the college experience. Like I said, Ryan rush here in a little bit. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the sports gambling podcast. Yeah. The when you guys are experience. when you guys are watching live, go ahead and click our uh, thumbs up on YouTube. I mean, I that know there's a couple of people in here asking if I'm drinking Guinness. The only way, you know, is if you're watching on YouTube, at least give us a thumbs up. We're trying to uh, beat the other TCE programs mm-hmm. so we can make fun of them. And then um, I can force Patty C to shotgun another double IPA. Yep. Oh. And, and if you, and if you want to, uh, Fade my picks like like my man over here, Tom or whatever the fuck his name is. You're gonna go bankrupt. So good luck uh get through the holiday season with no fucking money. So that's it. I got that's it for me. Subscribe to the college experience. See you guys in a couple hours, and we are at it.